the closing the game so fortunately kind of shift momentum for you guys? Uh, yeah, you know, we've been struggling with that, closing our games. And that was a, a, a big point for us tonight, to make sure we close out the game. You know, we knew Indiana, you know, what they wanted to do and, and that they, they, they were going to try to push it down our throats and uh, get in the pain and, and score the ball. You know, we just have to bite our teeth and, uh, and guard them. I was so locked in on Paul George, to be which I just heard the crowd go crazy on a few of them, and I looked up and we had steals, and I was able to get a few, and it was a, it was a great stretch. I've never been a part of anything like No. That was like a video game. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely seen you on one of the video games I played, so that was, that was crazy. Celtics win 103 to 94 after a shocking 10 nothing run to close out, close out the game. We're going to break this one down here on the Garden Report, powered by Grandstand on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. Yes, I'm the boss. Welcome to the show. I am Jared Weiss. I'm here with Sam Packard. Arriva Derrick, <laughs> as the Italians say. Uh, the Celtics won, shockingly, because it did not look like, like it was going to happen up until about two minutes left, where they forced four turnovers in a row on pickoffs out in the backcourt with thundering fast breaks. They score on all four of them, and they end up going on a 10-0 run to close this game out. What the hell happened there? The Celtics went small is what happened. The five minutes left in the game, they put in smart for Jared Sullinger, I believe, and the Pacers only scored four points in the final five minutes, and the Celtics just dominated on defense. They got more physical and created those four uh, opportunities for easy layups. There was a stretch in the game from, I think it was five minutes left in the third to that point, where they only scored 11 points. The offense really struggled after having a decent first half, and I'm not exactly sure what turned it around, but the small ball lineup definitely helped, and they were able to shut down the Pacers. And they finally had some of that Marcus Smart and Jay Crowder furious ball pressure. The Pitbulls were let out of the cage at the end of that game, and that was what was winning them games earlier in the season, and we just really haven't seen it at all until now, pretty much. And I don't forget about Avery Bradley. I think um, they really haven't had a time or extended period of time where Bradley, Crowder, and Smart have been all healthy and all playing well. And I think that's the key to the Celtics' success this year is those three players just providing great perimeter defense. You can kind of switch the parts around them. When you want the offense, you can go to Isaiah Thomas. You can bring in Evan Turner um, and Amir Johnson if you want more defense. But it's really those three, three pit bulls, um, like Fluffy in the first Harry Potter guarding uh, the Sorcerer's Stone, I think were the real key for the victory tonight. So is it three separate pit bulls with one head or one pit bull with three That's separate That's what I was heads? debating on Twitter. I didn't get a clear answer, but I'm going to... I like the idea of um, one pit bull with three separate heads. And then Chris Forsberg had the idea of one pit bull with three heads. But that was just the pit bull, the musical artist which I think was a fantastic idea. So any variation of that in the Celtics are going to win basketball games. I mean, whatever gets them on Kaiocha, right? Uh, so at the end of the game, we saw Marcus Smart get a steal. We saw Jay Crowder get a steal. We saw Amir Johnson get a steal. And that guy had a hell of a game. He had a career high. It was 18 rebounds. He also got points, six assists. He almost had a triple-double. I was on triple-double watch since the two points in the first quarter I was waiting for. We never quite, quite got there. But he had his probably his best game as a Celtic tonight. It was amazing. After the first six minutes, you looked up and he had all the team's rebounds. I think it was seven at that point. He finished the quarter with nine rebounds. And he in the second half, he was great on the offensive end of the floor, both in the post with that little jump hook, mm-hmm. but then also following his own shot. I think he got eight offensive rebounds in this game, and that was huge for the Celtics because if they can't shoot 
he's there to make like clean up those mistakes that makes their offense that much better. And he actually made some plays. You know, he, he had that jump hook in the fourth quarter that was pretty big. He was actually getting his own rebound. You know, he misses a lot of jump hooks, air balls jump hooks sometimes. But tonight, it was one of those nights where he was able to actually fight for that offensive rebound and get a second chance. He probably needed to kick it out of there a little bit more than he did. And he kind of, he had a few missed shots on second chance points because he was just was kind of smothered down there. But he was able to assert himself at a level that I don't think he's really been able to against I'd say half the teams in the league. And in the past two games against the Pacers, they were really dominated by kind of journeyman bigs, Lavoy Allen, Jordan Hill, Jan Mahimi. That didn't really happen tonight, and I think that's got largely to do with Amir Johnson's physicality in the paint, especially on the defensive end of the floor. All right, when we come back for part two, we'll talk about what Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder did. But before we go to that, got to talk about Take IQ. So Celtics fans, on February 10th, Paul Pierce will return to the TD Garden as a member of the LA Clippers to face the Boston Celtics. And CLNS Radio and Tick IQ have teamed up to get you in the building. So simply follow at CLNS Radio on Twitter and CLNS Jared underscore Jared Weiss for the hell of it. Um, and you will be entered into a contest to win a pair of tickets. Contest is underway now. So just simply follow at CLNS Radio on Twitter. The winner will be drawn at random on January 31st on that edition of Celtic Speed. So don't forget, you can purchase tickets to all the local sports teams here. Patriots, Celtics, Bruins, uh, Red Sox. Do people still Re- buy Red Sox Revolution. Tickets? The Revolution, the Boston Cannons. They're still a thing, right? There's a women's professional hockey team. You could go watch uh, my former BU Terriers uh, women's field hockey team. They're pretty good. Um, so you can go to Tick IQ to get those. Of course, concerts and shows as well. So download the Tick IQ app for your iPhone or for your Droid phone. And to receive 10% off your first purchase, use the promo code BOSTON. That's BOSTON. I think you know how to spell that probably. When downloading the Tick IQ mobile app, Read over Bill's pay. Let's get out of here. Part two coming on up. Uh, no, I, I, I think uh, it was just all you know, hard and hustle. You know, uh, not quitting. You know, even though we, we missed some tough shot, got some turnovers. You know, we still were able to get back on defense and, and get a couple steals. That's been our main thing. Even when calls don't go away or we, we argue with the refs or whatever it is, we still gotta get back and play defense. You know, we definitely showed that tonight. It just makes it a lot easier. You know, especially for us bigs, even though. Uh, their bigs come up and set screens and they're able to get into the ball and get steals. It just makes it easy for us. And uh, when everybody's doing that, all the guards and the bigs are up playing defense. You know, we're able to get steals and buckets and transition. It is. I mean, just showing the defense something new, something different every time down. Coach is talking to me about being off the ball a little bit more. When we do go small and, and and just making it tough for the defense to just focus in on me. So guys are setting me great screens and getting me open, and, and I got the easy job of just locking in and trying to trying to make the shot. Welcome back to the Garden Report. Let's start off part two here quickly. The Grandstand Play of the Game is brought to you by, who else? Grandstand. For sports fans in the stands, the Grandstand app shows you a first-person view of the game from the fans in the stands, whether you're on your couch, whether you're sitting on the toilet somewhere watching highlights, like I probably will be by the time you're watching the show, whether you're at the game and you just want to get a better angle from your crappy seats, go to grandstand.me or download it in the App Store. That is grandstand.me or in the App Store. Let's take a look at this play. Isaiah Thomas 
What a freaking game for this guy. He, you know, he'll never be perfectly efficient, but he did go 9 for 18 tonight. He had 28 points. And he carried the team on his back offensively once again. And this happens every single night, it seems, recently. Especially in the fourth quarter, after that long run of steals, when they needed an extra two baskets, this kind of put the game away. Who else are they going to turn to but Isaiah getting into the paint and making things happen? And that's what he's done throughout the entire season, basically throughout his entire career. The past three games, I think he's averaging over 30 points a game. There's really, this is his team, and if they're going to win, he's going to need to consistently do this night after night after night. And although he had a lot of help from Jay Crowder tonight, especially in the first half, when the kind of the shots went dry in the in the second half, especially in the third quarter, eventually they came back to Thomas, and that was one of the major reasons they won. Well, let's be clear. I mean, I, there was a lot of debate where I was kind of on the other side of whether Isaiah Thomas should be starting. I wanted to see that original lineup with Marcus Smart and Avery Bradley out there. At this point of the season, there's just no question Isaiah Thomas should be starting. He should be carrying the team in the first quarter, carrying the team in the third quarter. He has just been so good offensively, and he's going to have a lot of nights where he goes you know, 8 for 23, but he pretty much always makes up for it because on those nights he'll also get to the line a lot. He'll have enough assists to kind of make up for it. He's been a very good all-star level offensive player. I think he's probably going to be an all-star this season. I think he has a great shot chance of making it and he probably should make it the question is just there's a lot of guards in the east you have wall Dwayne wade kyrie irving kyle lowry how many guards is the east team actually going to carry for one you said kyrie irving who basically has been back for like three weeks but he's but he's going to get voted in probably which is kind of messed up but i mean he might earn it at that point nature of the game and then there's reggie jackson who's right there with isaiah i think maybe a little bit more deserving and he's probably going to get it over isaiah too so Hashtag NBA vote for Isaiah Thomas, guys, if you want to see him make that all-star game. Do it on the internets. But I want to talk about Jay Crowder in his first half. He had a crazy efficient night, uh, 25 points. He was, I think, 3 of 6 from 3. And he's really stepped up his game, especially over the past two months, and just his willingness to drive to the basket, draw fouls. And we've really seen his ability as a three-point shooter improve I think he's taken more threes this year than he did with the Celtics last year, and he's raised his percent per, he's raised his percentage about seven points. And it's just no one really expected this from Jay Crowder. I think Stevens mentioned it in the post game that he didn't know Crowder could do all these things. Neither did I, but I'm loving every minute of it. I think Jay was the only one that really knew that Jay could do that, and you know, obviously raising seven percent by your three points percentage that much that's a big accomplishment except that it was like 23 percent or something it was something bad. like 28 so and now it's, he's around 35 that was like 35 which is like okay it's decent. that's all you need him to do yeah, that, he- that's fine and he went 11 for 15 from the field tonight i mean he was really efficient he played aside from the third quarter he played great defense on paul george but you know paul george is paul george so i think you can forgive one explosive quarter there but crowder was the one that set the tone in the first half it was kind of a pretty close first half and i think crowder was the one doing most of the work there to keep them in it and he's the key to them going small his defensive versatility making it so he can guard one through four is really what kind of ignites this team and allows them to play that super pit bull offense we talked about in the first segment i mean pit bull defense and it's his versatility that he gives you both that just great defense and is able to contribute offensively is one of the i think he's been the celtics best player that's a wild thing to say considering all the discussion we just had about isaiah thomas but on night to night jay crowder is going to give you both defense and offense where isaiah thomas is mostly just uh scoring and you know going with him at the four 
the major risk there has been that when they try to do it against teams with really good fours and fives that are low post players, it's hurt them, whether it's Atlanta, uh, Chicago is a little bit different, but that's still, they, they got killed on that one. When they're going up against teams that can do that and can pass the ball really well, Crowder kind of gets caught, lost uh, kind of in the high pivot area, but against a team like this, where he's guarding a perimeter player who's at the four, like Paul George, it works out really well, and it fits them really well, and allows them to really swarm the perimeter defensively. So keeping, if Jay Crowder is going to be a four, it's great offensively, but it needs to be against a team where he can play out of the post defensively. I think that's kind of the major design flaw of this team is that probably their four best players are either guards or wings like Crowder. So you're going to want to play them as much as possible if you want to have put the best team on the floor, but you're going to have those matchup issues. All right, well, I think that was a good point to finish on, so we'll finish there. That'll do it for us tonight. We'll be back for Friday's game against Phoenix. For Sam, I'm Jared. This has been the Garden Report, powered by Grandstand on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. Uh, this was good uh, as far as getting in the passing lanes and, and making plays and not fouling. You know, we had three team fouls um, inside of a minute, so we actually had a foul to give at the end of the game. And, um, you know, I thought they applied that pretty well. You know, we've got to be able to play position and play physical and play tough and aggressive without fouling. He's, he's played like that now for two or three weeks. Um, so he's really, he's really come on big time. And, um, you know, we needed him to. It was good to see him play like that. He made huge plays and big moments. Jay's good. Jay's, Jay's improved. Um, you know, he's only been here a year and... You know, and, and I told you last year, I'm not sure I knew quite all that he could do. Um, and he just keeps adding to it. You know, he's he's uh, he's even played some point on some possessions for us this year. He certainly played the four, plays the two and the three. You know, he guards Paul George the whole game when he's in. So, I mean, he's really improved his game. I guess we, uh, the main thing was just we are just hungry for a win, you know, got down a couple games on the road and uh, you know we definitely wanted to get this win tonight. You know, I said it out there. You know we definitely owe it to our fans, you know, uh, not only ourselves, you know, our fans, you know, come in every night. So we definitely want to get this win tonight. It is uh, it definitely gets slow at times, but uh, it's, it's it's starting to paint is starting to go away so it's definitely- yeah, shout out. Shout out to Southern. Yeah. Coach gave you a great compliment saying that you want, you're very steady as far as like emotionally. Do you kind of feel like you, you, you try to be a leader in that respect and seem to kind of be even kill a guy they can look to and not get too up, too down? Yeah, you know, I'm I start, uh, starting to be more vocal, but uh, I kind of just just show by my game, hope my game shows, you know, my effort and my energy, you know, kind of, I think, picks up the team a little bit. But, uh, you know, I'm starting to be a lot more vocal out there. You ever seen anything like that? Four breakaways at the end to steal a game away? Uh, no, I, I, I think uh, it was just all you know, hard and hustle. You know, uh, not quitting. You know, even though we, we missed a tough shot, got some turnovers. You know, we still were able to get back on defense and, and get a couple steals. That's been our main thing. Even when calls don't go away, or we we argue with the refs, or whatever it is, we still gotta get back and play defense. You know, we definitely showed that tonight. You mentioned just you guys really wanting to come in and get the win. I mean, how much of a lift lift does it give you guys now moving forward? Uh, we we're definitely hungry. Uh, like uh, we said to ourselves, the East is very close in games, and uh, you know, every game every game matters. You know, it was, this game was just, just the fact that we were just getting beat on and losing on the road and we were just desperate you know for winning that and we were able to get that how fun is it to play with guys like uh 
Smart and Bradley, just their effort on defense, almost like someone said, I guess, what we'll call them Bulldogs or whatever. I mean, like just their intensity. They're, they're, mm-hmm. How nice to play behind those guys. It just, it just makes it a lot easier, you know, especially for us bigs, even though uh, their bigs come up and set screens and they're able to get into the ball and, and get steals. It just makes it easy for us. And uh, when everybody's doing that, all the guards and the bigs are up playing defense, you know, we're able to get steals and, and buckets and transition. Do you like when you guys, you guys are obviously going small, you went small a lot tonight. Do you like the look that gives you guys especially from a defense standpoint. Uh, whatever, you know, gets us gets us to win. You know, uh smalls, bigs, you know, for me, as long as we go out and you know, win games, you know, whatever lot of it is, it's fine with me. Stole this one tonight. <laughs> I think you just I think you just gave away your your line for tomorrow now everyone's gonna use it. Make sure you credit Bill. Yeah, I mean that was the deal. <laughs> yeah, we just we um, it was a game of runs. They um, they're a hard team to guard. Paul George, um, really special, and uh, you know our defense. Those four layups or whatever, three layups, whatever it was, were you know the, the turning point for us. No, he's he's played like that now for two or three weeks. Um, so. He's really he's really come on big time, and um, you know we needed him to. It was good to see him play like that. He made huge plays and big moments. Um, you know, one thing that, that he brings is because of his experience. I don't know if it's because of his experience or his personality. He's just a really positive, you know, um, uplifting person. And so, you know, like being on a losing streak doesn't get him too down. He just kind of approaches every day the same. And if it does, he doesn't show it. Before the game, Frank Vogel referred to guys like Marcus and Avery and Jay as pit bulls. When they're that engaged, when they're playing that well together defensively, I mean, is that basically the best you guys have? Right well, now? I think that's 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 when we can be, um, you know, we can create points off of our defense, which we need to do. Um, you know, we've gone small for the better part of two games now, um, and. Uh, you know, it's been pretty good. Um, I thought we played pretty well against New York when we went small and they hit tough shots. And then I thought we played pretty well tonight. But I thought the turnovers and forcing those turnovers were huge. And those guys are, that's what they do. We haven't had them together very much this year. So it's nice to get them together out there. Coach, um, the defense, uh, you just alluded to it, but uh, how gratifying is it to have the defense? Yeah, I thought obviously after last night that was, um, you know, we didn't play our best defensive certainly half, and then we were swimming upstream a little bit with they were in a rhythm. So this uh, this was good uh, as far as getting in the passing lanes and and making plays and not fouling. You know, we had three team fouls um, inside of a minute, so we actually had a foul to give at the end of the game. And, um, you know, I thought they applied that pretty well. You know, we've got to be able to play position and play physical and play tough and aggressive without fouling. Coach, it seems like this was another game where Jay Crowder was really strong for you guys at both both ends of the floor. Could you just talk a bit about his play tonight? I mean, Jay's good. Jay's, Jay's improved. Um, you know, he's only been here a year. And, you know, and, and I told you last year, I'm not sure I knew quite all that he could do. Um, and he just keeps adding to it, you know. He's he's uh, 
He's even played some point on some possessions for us this year. He certainly played the four, plays the two and the three. You know, he guards Paul George the whole game when he's in. So, I mean, he's really improved his game. The coach was really quick, uh, criticizing the defense last night. Is it really gratifying to get a win off of your defense? And also, at the end, you were pumping up the home crowd. It's important to get a home win. It is. Um, to win that way, it definitely gives you confidence. Um, I've never seen a team win the way we did tonight, especially, like you said, four straight skills. And then we, we got we to gotta protect home, home court. We got some of the best fans in the world, and there's no reason we shouldn't be winning games at home. You guys went small bunch the second half on Tuesday again tonight against Indiana. Do you feel, I know you talked last week about just finding some kind of rotation yeah. set there. Do you feel like you guys are slowly getting there? Yeah. I mean, that lineup definitely works. It's, it's dynamic. It's, it's hard to guard. And, and the, the, the best teams make you adjust to them. So um, Coach is doing a great job of finding who he wants to be out there on the floor. And guys are taking advantage of the opportunity. I think Thursday you said it was one of your worst games as a pro. Have you got yourself to get back on track? You said how? Yes, you said Thursday. Oh. Um, no. You said how? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just being myself, being aggressive, continuing to try to make the right play, and, and shots are falling. So um, I, I watch a lot of film and seeing where I can get get easy baskets and, and get guys going on, um, on the offensive end. And I just got to keep going, keep keep playing, keep fighting, and keep grinding. And I'm going to continue to do that. So that's, that's all it's about. It's, it's a long season. There's going to be ups and downs, but you got to stay the course. Jay said he asked you to come slide over uh, Paul George. Yeah. I don't think he expected the block, though. I mean, if you want me to slide over, I could do things like that. <laughs> so I told him if he just asked a little more, I mean, I could get a few more blocks. But, no, nah, I just – I jumped, and he kind of threw the ball in my hand. So, yeah. I definitely hope they counted the block. Uh, I got some. <laughs> you got a lot of looks tonight just from off the ball, not great, you know, catch and shoot type stuff. Do you feel like that's a more comfortable shot for you, especially from from deep? Um, it is. I mean, just showing the defense something new, something different every time down. Coach is talking to me about being off the ball a little bit more when we do go small and, and, and just making it tough for the defense to just focus in on me. So guys are setting me great screens and getting me open, and, and I got the easy job of just locking in and trying to, trying to make the shot. Did you do anything different routine-wise? Because you had a lot of bounce on a second of a back to, uh, back to back. Did you get more rest? Or? No, no, I did. After that loss last night, I, I got I didn't get that much rest. I just um, was trying to try to be locked in tonight and be ready. And, and we got going um, early, and, and, it, and it, it felt good for me tonight. With Amir, I mean, obviously he made some noise on the yeah. glass, but he also tied a game high with assists. What do you think of his impact on the passing game there? Uh, he was making plays. He, he took he took over my position. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't get that many assists. So somebody got to make the plays, and he he, he he did that tonight. Can you talk about Amir, the way he played, and what he you know the um, he X just, factor? He just does all the little things, little things that, that the fans don't see in the stat book. Um, and and that's what type of player he's always been, and that's how he's made his name. He just he sets great screens. He gets guys open. He gets offensive rebounds. He, like he said, he does all the things that guys don't want to do. And he's he's a big part of this team. And I'm I'm, I'm glad he's a part of it. Runs the floor. He definitely does that. Yeah. He does that. So he helps. He helps everybody in ways that 
the normal guy won't, won't wouldn't see in the, um, the stat sheet. You guys only let up four points in the final five minutes. Did something change for you defensively, strategically, or is it just effort? Um, effort, and, and we just we just got into guys. Uh, we, we were their aggressor that last three or four minutes, and that's what happens. I mean, we made plays on that defensive end that won us the game. We gotta we gotta know. That's what we lay our hats on on that end, and we gotta continue to do that. How do you build upon that to do that for a complete game? I mean, it's hard. I don't think no team could do it in 48 minutes, but we can't have lows in the game where we don't defend. Um, we just got to continue to be be aggressive on that end and 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 know that that's what we're good at. And, and when we get stops, it gives us easy baskets, get, gets us to get out and and, and get in transition and, and make us be a um, a transition team, and we want to be that. It wasn't anything we did differently on offense, man. We just hung it down and got stopped. Were you guys kind of, I mean, it's like kind of facial expressions. Were you guys on the verge of a here we go again moment and that kind of, you kind of pulled yourself out of it? I was fighting that. I was fighting. I, don't, I didn't even want to think about that. I was just like, uh, very trying to stay positive, saying we're going to win it. We're going to pull it through and uh, we got to do it together. I just kept saying it. I wasn't even thinking about what had happened before. What's it like to get four steals and layups like that in a row, three right in a row, and then four. It was, I was so locked in on Paul George, to be honest with you, I just heard the crowd go crazy on a few of them, and I looked up and we had steals, and I was able to get a few, and it was a, it was a great stretch. I've never been a part of anything like it. You mentioned post-game last night that you wanted all five guys on the court to really be engaged. How much did you see that tonight? <laughs> it was like night and day from what we usually uh, in the past we were doing, and I think all five guys really wanted to win. We were really hungry, and so locked in on the game plan and what we had to do to, to, to get this win and the show they're late. You guys have been going to a lot of small lineups lately. How much has that changed things for you guys? Uh, we're just trying to, trying to find like a groove. I think where I have, you know, he has a personnel to switch it up a, a little bit. And, um, we've been doing a great job with whatever he throws at us, try to execute on both ends of the court. And as of late, that's what's been working for us. So we'll see how it goes. Which speed did the overall impact that Amir had in this game too? I'm unbelievable on both ends. Yeah. You know, we, you know, the president at the rim on, on, a, on a old glass and really uh, got to his jump hooks and really made him pay. And it was unbelievable uh, to see him uh, get after on both ends. Because Brad Stevens at all emphasized small ball might be something you guys do more frequently going forward. You know, like I said, he just throws it at us and we try to. Um, Take care of business. Execute on both ends. We haven't really said anything that we're going to go to this more or that more. We just throw it at us and we try to uh, we do what we have to do to get to the win. A little surprised by Isaiah's block on Paul George. Yeah, that was, unbelievable. <laughs> that was unbelievable. I was telling him to come over and help the whole time because they're not going to give it to George Hill that late. And uh, he, I guess he heard me and he, he made a great play. And um, that's what we need guys to do, just anything. Not, not just him anybody, but uh, he did make a great place. Another 25 points for you tonight. Just with your offensive progress to you this year, do you feel just you're more confident taking on a heavier load you know, on a nightly basis? Everything's coming kind of natural. That's what I can say. I think I'm not trying to force anything. And for me, within the offense, I'm staying within the offense, and everything's coming natural. Coach is putting me in great position to, to, to score the ball at, at times, and I'm just trying to take full advantage of it. 
Uh, kind of finding your groove a little bit the last couple games, a little bit more so. Are you doing anything different than you were a couple weeks ago and seemed like you were out of sync? Um, the only thing different is um, sitting the first six minutes and then running up and down the court. I guess that's the only different thing I've been doing. Well, you're no longer sitting in the first six minutes. <laughs> I know, so we'll see. You we'll never know. You shouldn't have. You should have mid-range shot a little bit more uh, recently in terms of it seemed like you find the comfort level with that kind of 15, 18 foot shot. Um, I was I was more going for like 21 through 24. Yeah. But if you want to say 15, 18, go ahead. But um, nah, just you know, just taking what the defense gets. You know, um, I'm actually not really aware of where I'm popping to. You know, I think that was that was my biggest thing. Is sometimes I just worried about where I was popping. I didn't want to shoot along to analytics say shoot the three, but you know, I kind of threw analytics out the door and just said, you know, wherever you pop. If you're open, shoot it. If you're not, move the ball. Now, so when you, when you yeah. I mean, it's just wherever wherever I can get the ball um, best and, and help, a, help a teammate to get an outlet on, on the pass. And it just kind of, in the words of you, you guys are saying, it kind of just flows. Is that something that like you feel like might, you know, with the focus on taking threes as opposed to long twos, how does that just mess with Bigs, you know, beside yourself, just to, like be looking for your feet, looking where you're at. No, not really, not really. Um, nah, not really. You just gotta, you just gotta kind of just play your game. And um, right now, it seems like the mid-range shot has been wide open. Before it was, you know, the three-point shot was wide open and it's taking away the mid-range. And now I'm not, I wasn't shooting the ball as well. They just said, "Hell, with me shooting, they'll live or die by me shooting the jump shot." But uh. Hopefully, hopefully it keep, I keep getting guarded like that. Isaiah said the other day that you guys have built some bad habits. Uh, what do you think some of those bad habits are? I just think um, starting, um, sometimes starting the game, and then sometimes finishing, I mean, between uh, the 48 minutes, between the 24-32 mark, um, we kind of get lax of days ago if we get if we get a big lead. And, uh, we just gotta we just gotta we gotta hone in for 48 minutes and, and play the best basketball we can play. It's going back a couple years now, but you know, mentioned the big lead. There was all those offensive rebounds against Memphis. Do you take that personally when teams get offensive rebounds and you go for Yeah, hopefully we can limit Indiana um, to second chance points because I mean the last two games we played them, uh, they killed us on the offensive glass. So. We'll see. You guys had a bunch of steals down the stretch. What, what developed? How did that come about? We, we just understood what we needed to do. Yeah, we need to uh, up our aggressiveness. And uh, you know, late, late, late in the game, the refs not going to make any calls. So we just got to get more aggressive. We can't make four steals within, I think, the last minute and a half. How important was that, Marcus, to, to really reestablish re what you guys are defensively? Shut up, Jared. <laughs> Say it again, I'm sorry. Yeah, just reestablishing what you guys are about defensively, not only the steals, but the points up front. Because this was really just a defensive type of game for you guys. We needed that. You know, we need to get back on track on that. You know, we, the last couple of games we've been losing and late in the uh, second half, down the stretch in the fourth quarter, teams have been going off and, and you know, scoring uh, more than they should on. So, you know, we just understood that we need to bring that 
their identity back towards especially late in games. What do you think was working in that like that two-minute stretch where you guys had four steals basically in like 90 seconds? What what did you guys see, or was it just a matter of impression and getting out? Just it? we just understood that you know uh, couldn't lose this game. You know, we just all talked to each other and tried to be on the same page, and uh, everybody kind of started holding everybody accountable. I mean, so early in the year still, but did you guys have that sense of, of that urgency? I mean, you said, like, realizing we really do need this game. Definitely, we needed it. You know, everybody's up there talking, we need this game. You know, we can't lose this game. And, uh, you know, uh, somebody's going to make a play. You know, four different guys made four different plays uh, under a minute and a half, I think, and uh, we came out with the For you, how challenging has it been to get on the same page, get a rhythm with guys like Jay and, and Avery defensively with all three of you guys, you know, you, just, you haven't had a whole lot of time this season to play together. Uh, I mean, you know, um, it, it's, it's hard because, you know, we're not all in here at the same time most of the game. Um, here and there we are and, uh, you know, just kind of trying to put each other in the right places. Uh, you know, we're, we're all so competitive that, uh, you know, we're trying to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry trying to stop our guy and help at the same time and we're going all out and sometimes we we don't slow ourselves down to actually uh, to look at the game and let it slow down for us. Did closing the game so fortunately kind of shift momentum for you guys? Uh, yeah, you know, we've been struggling with that, closing our games and that was a, a, a big point for us tonight to make sure we close out the game. You know, we knew Indiana, you know, what they wanted to do and, and that they, they, they were going to try to push it down our throats and uh, get in the pain and, and score the ball. You know, we just have to bite our teeth and, uh, and guard when you guys are When you guys are going, when you guys are at your best, it's usually from your defense. Did you feel like you guys were getting away from that at all when, when you were struggling, you know, next 120 points? Did that diminish and did you guys uh, we need just, to get back to that? We just kind of let teams get comfortable early. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody knows in this league, once you let a team get comfortable early, it's hard to stop them. And, uh, you know, they get, they catch a rhythm and the rhythm keeps going for them. Was there a sense of desperation at the end? Definitely. You know, we, we understood that we needed this game. We lost, I think, what, it's four in a row? You know, and uh, in all those games we should have won. We've been right there. And we gave it up in the second half. And, and you know, especially in front of this home crowd, you know, um, you know, they deserve for us to go out there and play our hardest and, and get, leave it out on the court. Have you ever been part of a closing run like that before where everything comes up still in ball pressure? It's like you scored your last, I want to say, 10 points that one. Uh, yeah, we have. I have at least, and I'm pretty sure everybody else in this room has, uh, on this team has. So, you know, we we all been in that position before. We all know what it takes, and we all can do it. It's just, you know, uh, doing it every night. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark.